Hey, Impact, welcome to church. I hope you're doing well. Impact, can we just put our hands together and celebrate God's goodness and all that he is doing in our church? Come on, we can do better than that. What a God, what a church. One more time, what a God, what a church. What a people. Well, Impact Church, welcome to church. I'm so glad you're in church today. As you know, we're transitioning to a new giving platform here at Impact called DECA. So many of you have already transitioned. Thank you so much for doing so. Thank you for your generous giving. Thank you for your faithfulness to the house of God. Because of you, many lives are being saved, healed, and delivered. If you've not transitioned already, please do so. Because right now, we're facilitating and paying for two platforms. We want to get rid of the old one so that we can use this brand new one. And once again, why are we transitioning to this new giving platform? It's because this is a Christian company, processing company. They give back 10% towards missions and church planting. And we just want to be connected to a ministry like this. Thank you so much. Well, Impact, without further ado, we've got a preacher in the house. We've got an amazing speaker in the building. Pastor Peter Lopez is family to us. You've heard from his wife, Pastor Serenis Lopez. She's preached in our pulpit, in our church so many times. She's been a blessing. She's a favorite here at Impact Church. But today, you get to hear from her husband as he continues on the series of Legacy. Impact, without further ado, let's put our hands together let's yep. shout let's celebrate let's welcome the ministry of Peter Lopez here at Impact Church come on we can do better than that God bless you amen give it up Impact family how's that how you guys doing today you guys feel good you guys look good man been to a lot of churches and there's some ugly people out there but you guys are a good-looking church amen um, but I thank God for impact, man, we had we had a good time at that first service. I I think I'm done. I'm I'm just gonna maybe play the cassette, uh, the VHS or something. But I thank God for impact. I um, actually I was testifying this earlier. I met uh, Pastor Zenzo. I don't know, it was like 10, 15 years ago. We get invited to a real important pastors meeting, and they're like, "There's this guy with a great vision, and uh, you know you gotta meet him." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then you know I meet him, and this young guy, you know, I'm like. What's up with this guy? And he's like, oh, you know, God gave me a vision to change the world. And I'm like, what? Really? You know, what's up with this guy? And then little did I know, 10 years later, he was going to be Thanos for the Avengers, the first one, and just change the course of New England. You guys have a gift. You guys have a gift. And then his wife, I call her the uh, white Beyonce because she is beautiful. Uh, she's the queen bee. We thank God for her and his four kids, soon to be 18, because I guess they're having babies every year, amen? We thank God. We thank God for them. And, and listen, uh, my wife, uh, Serena's, uh, we've been married 26 years. She would testify as the best 26 years of her life, but she's not here. Um, but uh, she... Uh, loves, loves impact. I mean, if we move, we're from Florida. I brought the heat, amen? Um, but she said, if we were to move back to New England, we would make impact our family because you guys are awesome, amen? Um, I have three boys. Three boys. Uh, my oldest is 25, Peter Jacob Lopez. Uh, my second is 21, Jonathan Andrew Lopez. You can tell I'm saved, right? And then my third one, my favorite. Yeah, yeah, your parents lie to you. They have favorites. Malachi, Nick Lopez is my favorite. He's 16. Uh, I really don't care about the other two anymore. They're gone. Uh, you guys can have them. 
but I love Malachi. He's awesome. The other two, eh, you know. But yeah, your parents have, you know it. You're like, I knew Sally was the favorite. Mom liked her better than me. Yeah, she does, okay? So um, the truth will set you free, and I'm going to open up with you guys. I hope you guys aren't recording this. I don't need my kids to be traumatized. I knew it. But um, I, uh, have, I, I've had the honor, I'm actually a, uh, a book publisher. I've had the honor of publishing close to a thousand authors over the last seven years. Um, I published Zenzo's first book, uh, Bishop Gideon, uh, Matthew, so many uh, authors around the world. And um, I wrote a book myself. It's called Excuses, Excuses. Uh, which one is yours? And I am the king of excuses, so if you want to become an expert, you got to write a book. So it took me 20 years, 1,200 weeks, to finally get this book done. So um, when I started Bible Seminary in 1989, I wanted to write a book, and then 2000. And what happens is, if, if, if you have to justify your reasons more than once, they become an excuse. Tell your neighbor, God's talking to you. Don't be frightened. He's talking to you. Stop making excuses. So this book is an awesome book because it's, it's my life. But I talk about the seven top excuses. We go through seven top excuses of the Bible. Uh, so you want to buy it today. Today we have a special, impact special. One for $8, two for $15, three for $20. They're going, they're going out. Is anybody here for the first time new? Anybody new here? One, two, anybody else? Three, listen, I am going to bless you with this book today. You get it for free. Amen? Yeah, a couple of you be like, no, yeah, I'm also here. I came like three weeks ago, but I'm new. Look at me, I'm new. Amen? What the three, four, you guys, are, you know. Anyway, so um, true story. I published Zenzo's book, um, his first book, right? And in the publishing world, I do self-publishing, I do hybrid publishing, I do traditional. Most of my revenue comes from self-publishing. You know, we, we do your book, we edit your book. And uh, Zenzo wanted to do his first book, and I was like, you know, and, and he said, you know, what's the cost? And I just felt from God, I said, you know what, I'm going to bless you with this book. So I blessed Zenzo with that book, and my average publishing deals are close to forty, fifty thousand a month in deals. The following month, I made close to eighty-nine thousand dollars because I blessed Pastor Zenzo. Come on, that's good ground, amen. We serve a good God. Eh? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to bless him with another book, amen. Get some money, and I got kids in college. The two that I don't like are in college, amen. So, um, um. <laughs> uh, I, I, give me like 27 minutes and 42 seconds. I want to bless you guys today. Uh, if you open up your Bible or your Bible app, uh, it's found in, uh, you can put up on the screen, uh, second, uh, First of Samuel chapter 8, I believe. And we're reading from the NIV. Um, I'm usually King James only, but I'll, I'll read the NIV today. But uh, First of Samuel 8, uh, that's an old seminary joke. Uh, First of Samuel uh, 8, uh, verses 19 through 21. But the people refused to listen to Samuel. I want you to hear this. Back before there were kings, Samuel was a judge. Not only was he a judge, he was a prophet. And not only was he a prophet, he was the ruler. So the, uh, Israel had judges that ruled over them and, and, and executed with justice, and they were prophets. But the people got tired of that. They said, we want to be like everybody else, right? Don't you know people like that? Why, why, why they're doing it and we're not doing it, amen? So no, they said, we want a king over us. Then we will be like all the other nations with a king to lead us and to go out before us. 
Today I want to talk about the legacy of David and Saul. Israel's two most influential kings were David and Saul. And I want to talk about leaving a legacy of either Saul or David. And one of the most important things that uh, I want to lay on these principles is you might not be able to change tomorrow, yesterday's legacy, but you can change tomorrow's legacy. One of the most important things that my dad always told me, he said, don't ever allow anyone to speak negativity over your life. Now, come on now. Don't, and then I started to understand that. And I remember I never, ever called my kids idiots. I never called them stupid. I never called them dummies. I never called them. I never, I, I never because, because your, your words can create a legacy of failure if you point them that way. And I, I, listen, Impact Family, today you have to disconnect from those negative people because all they want to do is talk about drama and their issues. Don't you got those friends? Don't raise your hand because you might have shown up with them today and you talked to how you doing. You know how it is, man. You know, life is hard and, and baby mama and I'm going through issues. And you call them five years later. How you doing? It's getting worse. You know, it's like, it's, it's, you know, I remember I had an a, a aunt, an aunt, auntie, and auntie was crazy. You know those crazy aunts, they could be here, right? But she's like, she was always sick. And she'd be like, ah, oh, like Triti, el diabetes. She would say it like that, yeah. Titi, como esta? Ya tu Sounds funny in Spanish. That's how she is. And then she had a friend, right? Don't you know, like, negativity Breeds negativity. So she like, her friend would be like, I'm sick. And her friend is like, I'm worse. My back is hurting. Your back is hurting? I got cancer. You got cancer. I'm dying. You dying, I'm dead. <laughs> and then she would show up in the house and she was like a Jehovah Witness. She would like sniper us. And I, but, but I had a long driver one time be like, Titi's coming. Everybody, everybody, sh sh shut off the lights. Just stop. Shh, 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 shh. Be real quiet. Because these people will come to your house, the dogs start barking, the lights start flickering. They'll just change your atmosphere. Like, you know those people, they come in your cube and they just, you feel like a spirit. You're like, Ugh. On Facebook, all drama. I don't care about your drama. Save your drama for your mama. I got drama too. You ain't the only one going through problems. You know what? Don't allow people to speak negativity over your life because you're a child of the king. I got something for you. It's trademark, hashtag mine, but I'm going to send it. I'm going to get it. Uh, 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 uh. When people speak negativity over my life, you know what I say? Wakacha. You're sick. Wakacha, I ain't sick. Because people will kill you. Man, I'm, I'm not feeling well. You know, I, I, uh, there's a flesh-eating bacteria. You might be dying tomorrow. I just tell you I'm not feeling well. Just tell me to get some tea or something. <laughs> so, so, so when someone speaks negativity over your life, lift up your hands, go judo chop, judo chop, right? I'm going to do it. I'm going to You guys are no good for nothing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Go, wakacha. You're like, yeah, I know, you're right. No, no. Lift up your, you guys will never own businesses. Cut that, be like, really? No, be like, I'm going to own a business. Lift up your hand. You guys are always going to be sick. Ah. Lift up your hands. You guys going to be broke your whole life. Oh, lift up your hands. You guys going to be blessed. 
Oh, no, 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 no. God teach you. Lift up your hand. I declare and I speak life over impact today. And I declare you're the lender, not the borrower. I declare you're the head, not the tail. I declare your sons will be kings. I declare you and your house will serve the Lord. I declare and I cancel any cancer, any diabetes. And I speak life and I declare today is a new day. Can we talk about legacy? Y'all got me. I got to be getting all Holy Ghost up in here. Maybe do the running man. Shama. So, so <laughs> the first principle is, the first principle when you create legacy, you speak life. The Bible says David was amongst the sheep. Saul was behind donkeys. That's the first principle. When God calls you, he will find you. Come on now. When God call, I don't care who you are. If you promote yourself, God will demote you. But David was amongst, he served a king that hated him, a father that was ashamed of him, men that betrayed him. But every morning he got up and carried cheese to his brothers. And every morning he defended his father's sheep. And if a lion rose up, he tore him up. If a bear rose up, he didn't care about the shame his father wanted to put on him. He declared that he was going to protect his father's sheep. So when the prophet showed up, he said, there's got to be a man here that I have to anoint. Saul was chasing donkeys. There's a King James word for that, but uh, it's a whole other message. <laughs> Stop looking for something and just wait your time. God is, listen, you guys want to get promoted at work, but you're not being faithful with the little. You show up late at work. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, yeah, we're laughing earlier. You're like, ha, ha, ha. We're going to be all serious. When's Zenzo coming back? He found him amongst the sheep. Amongst the sheep. I was testifying with my, with my pastor. Uh, I, I serve my pastor. I'm a, I'm a generational PK, and I was at a church service, and they anointed me, and, I, and, and they lay hands. R.W. Shambag, if you know that, he lay hands on me, and he declared, you're going to be a prophet, and I'm going to use you. And I was like, yeah. And then I fell, and I got back up. I felt like I got back up. <laughs> I had all you, all like shiny, you know what I mean? Because they went deep, you know? And then I went, I didn't even take a shower, man. I, I, I did not want that all you to leave. The next day, Sunday, I told my pastor, God anointed me. You don't see the shine in my head? <laughs> pastor gave me the mic. I want the mic. He's like, take it easy. I was like, God called me. I have a prophetic word. I don't know what I was saying. He's like, listen, you're being called for ministry. I need you to clean the bathrooms. And I'm like, the pastor is not listening to God. He must be in the flesh today. <laughs> So he sent me to clean the toilets. And this was the guy's toilets. I don't even know how to point right, amen? And I'm cleaning the toilets, and I, and, and I was faithful in the little. I was faithful in the little. Amongst the sheep, everybody upstairs getting anointed, everybody upstairs speaking in tongues, and I'm serving in the children's ministry while you guys are here laughing in AC, and I'm dealing with those crazy kids, amen? And I'm serving, and I'm serving, and I got promoted to drive the church van. And I remember back in the days, those church ladies were crazy. I, have to, I had a van. I'm, I was in the Bronx. I beeped the horn. They're like, wait. Matter of fact, come up and get my groceries. I'm like, I ain't getting your groceries. We're going to church. <laughs> little by little, little by little, little by little. And then God promoted me. And it's been 30 years. And I've, I, I barely speak decent Spanish. I've been to 19 countries in Spanish. I've, I, my grandma is all right. And I've published a thousand books. And, and be, but it all started with being faithful with the little. Listen, you want God to bless you with a, with a I want a Maybach. 
I want, I want, I want 30 inch rims and I want a Mercedes Benz. And that little Honda you got, you don't treat it right. Don't change the all you. There's a light that says check engine. You think it means I mean I gotta go left, I gotta go left. You got you got food behind that car that's growing animals. Hello. You want God to give you a house? You don't even change your sheets. There's food all over the place. You got that house. God, give me, give me the house and the mansion. And you, your little apartment, you mistreat it. You want a man and you don't even know how to cook. <laughs> you want a wife and you still live with mama. You're all broke, 35 years old. Dad comes home and you drank all his milk, no cereal. You have to be faithful with the little. Because if you're faithful with the little, God is going to trust you with the big stuff. Can you say amen? The other one, the other one. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Can I get four minutes? Can I get five? Can I get five? Can I get ten? Can I get, yeah, I got ten. I got ten. I need eleven. I need eleven. Eleven, Can I get twelve? Can I get twelve? Twelve. Can I get thirteen? So, so, so the custom. Okay. We get thirteen. Um, the next principle is David led with his heart. Saul led with his head and shoulders. Listen to me, listen to me. God knows the matters of the heart. And a lot of people, and I said this earlier, there's, a, the, there's three sins in the Bible that God will not forgive. He will not forgive blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. He will not forgive you taking and adding to the book of life. And he will not forgive you not forgiving your neighbors. First two are hard. The third one is easy. And a lot of you guys are holding resentment for something that was spoken over your life or you're upset. And sometimes you don't, you, you don't even ask, no, he messed with me. He brought the drama to me. I hate, I, no, 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 you got to let go because if you, if you don't forgive, you're a slave to the person you haven't forgiven. And now that person sleeps well that night and you can't sleep and you're there worshiping today. You're like, Lord, please drop that big light on her head. Can you say amen? You know, it was... You have to let go. God said, this is a man after my heart. There's a lot of people, listen, listen, listen. The, uh, guilt is something you do. Shame is something you feel. Well, I'm preaching up in here. Guilt is external. Shame is internal. And only you can shame yourself. And there's a lot of people carrying shame for stuff that, was hap that happened to them. And they don't want to tell no one. And they don't want to let go. And God is telling you today, I will deal with your heart. And I will deal with the issues of your heart. And I'll bring healing right now in Jesus' name. Come on, if you're going to clap, clap a little louder than that. The prophet looked for David. So look for the prophet. Say amen. When God finds you, he finds you. David won with a pebble, Saul lost with a spear. That's what I talked about earlier. Saul, 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 he threw a javelin and failed. David, with a little pebble, succeeded. With less, you're going to do more. I believe God is giving us ideas to rule the world. I believe God is giving us ideas to multiply. I believe God has got, there's people here that you're working and God is telling you this time for you to go off on your own and start your own business. Come on, say amen. amen. Yeah, so, so the less is more principle is just be faithful with less and God will give you more. What you have today, be faithful. One time I was uh, praying and I'm in, the, I'm in the Holy Ghost. I'm like, God, man, I just want to be great. I want to do something great, Lord. And I just want to serve you and, and I just want to give to you and I want to give you everything. Yours is the gold and silver. 
Yeah, you know, you ever had those prayers? So, and then, you know, I, I, it was like, I'm, I'm in, the, in the altar and, and, and uh, one of my elders comes and say, uh, Pastor, man, can you pray for me, man? I, 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 I'm asking God for a car. And, and I, I don't have a car and, and I'm helping the ladies out, but my car broke down. I, I need a car. And I'm like, amen. And I'm like, you know what? One of my um, um, leaders, he has a car dealership. And I hear the Holy Ghost tell me, give her your car. I said, what is going on here? I'm in the flesh. I didn't eat right. <laughs> and I'm like, check this out, Carmen. Her name is Carmen Tava. I said, uh, God is telling me to give you my car. She said, yes, God told me that too. <laughs> oh, you guys laughing because God didn't tell you that, huh? Laugh at my pain. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? This is what we're going to do. It's a Mercury Mountaineer. This was like 15 years ago. I, it's a four-year uh, uh, finance. I've already paid three years. All you have to do is make the next 12 months of payment, and the car is yours. And then I hear the Holy Ghost. Oh, it's funny, huh? You pay for the car. She's going to leave with it. I say, check this out. God is telling me to pay for the car, and you're going to take it to this. She goes, yes, God told me that too. I'm like, you need to stop talking to God. <laughs> she was a widow too. They got that anointing. I said, okay. Take the keys out. I'm like, oh, like that's groanings, right? <laughs> I said, okay. Uh, you know, like you feel it, right? Like, yeah, 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 you know? And I'm like, okay, okay. Um, all you have to pay for is the insurance. The insurance is 125, it's full coverage. And then I hear the Holy Ghost. No, you pay for the insurance. And I'm like, listen. Take this car, leave, before God tells me to pay for the gas. <laughs> Two months later, the Lord blesses me. Now, I don't even have the money, but I saw the Lord bless me, and I, and I bought a, a, I call her the Shunammite. God bless, I never, I had a car that was a Pinto. And I, I, I even had a Yugo. Y'all even don't know those names. And, and I had to turn it on with a screwdriver, and it was speaking tongues. to be, and you had to pray, Lord, please, one more time. Just get me through this. Get me through this. I grew up in the South Bronx and the projects. I stood in the free cheese line. Can I say amen? I say amen. You don't have to say amen. And then, but I remember, I always wanted a Mercedes S500. And two months later, God blessed me with that car. And somebody else had to pay for it. I serve a big God. You cannot outgive God. And she would be driving that car, beep, beep, pastel. Like, oh, Lord. <laughs> David took the process, Saul chose the position. The process stinks because the process demands betrayal process comes with pain. It's funny. God is like, hey, um, I'm giving you guys the promised land. But he never mentions the desert. Joseph, guess what? You're going to be king. He doesn't mention. If, if, it's, if it's God, you can answer it. Um, Joseph, you're going uh, to be king. Your brother's going to serve you. But he doesn't tell him about Potiphar's house and the betrayal. He doesn't tell him about the pit. 
That's the process. You have to go through hard times. You have to go through times of, listen, process has a cousin. His name is betrayal, and the sister is called pain. And some of y'all are standing here today, and you don't even know why you're here, but that's the process. And sometimes you go through ups and downs, and sometimes you go through issues, but you're still, you're still here because you're part of the process. Say, thank God for the process. David had to wait a lot longer to be chosen king. But he went through the process and he went through failures and he went through issues. But because he was faithful in the process, he became Israel's greatest king. Saul chose the position and ended up failing. The position will evaporate. The process will last forever. I hear the Holy Ghost telling me to tell you today, your process is about to end. You're going through a lot of stuff, but it's about to end. You're going through issues, it's about to end. You don't even know how you're going to pay your bills tomorrow, but it's about to end. You're going through sickness, it's about to end. You're saying, God, when am I going to get out of this? And God is saying, just a little bit longer. I got you in the oven. I'm cooking you, baby. But when you come out, you're going to be a felon steak or whatever that is. Amen? Amen. You have to go through the process. Stop running. Stop questioning and just trust God because he's going to get you through. I've been through so much hell in my life. I've been through so much failure in my life. I've been through so much issues in my life. But thank God I was faithful in the process. And there have been times I would question God. And there have been times I wanted to run. And there have been times that I had issues. But I say, thank God that I stood in the process. I'm almost done. The, le- the sixth principle is David was anointed with a horn. Saul was anointed with a cup. That's crazy because in the kingdom, that's an illegal transaction. Kings were supposed to be anointed with a horn. Cups are made by the hands of man. Horn requires sacrifice. It requires death. It, re- it, it requires something. So, so you're anointed with a horn because God understands you have to go through certain issues in your life because if man calls you, man has control over your life. But if God calls you, man can't touch you. Come on, clap a little louder, man. And God has called you to serve. God has called you to be great. Listen, let me tell you, impact is changing. the. People are hearing about what you guys are doing, and you're changing the world. And let me tell you, today you can change the course of tomorrow. Yeah. Check this out. Come over here. Come on. Let me, let me jump. Yeah. My knees. Stand right there. Stand right there. Stand right there. Come over here. Come on. Okay. Look at this. Look at this. What's your name? Femi. Femi? Cool. What's your name? Joshua. Joshua. Okay. He represents the future. I'm the present. You're the man of God. Say wakacha. You represent the past today, okay? But not... I cannot change what happened in my past. And what happens a lot of times is we always want to speak to our past. Daddy wasn't there. I've been through so much issues. You don't know my life. And, it, and the future is waiting for you to speak because I cannot change this past. But I can speak in my present. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. And I can turn around and I can speak to my future. And I can say, I don't care what I've been through. I'm the only child. I've lost everything. But I will succeed. I will be great. Put your back towards your past and stop speaking to your past. Everybody say amen. Amen. 
I was gonna jump that way, but my knees, about to get the Holy Ghost. In my head, I thought I could just jump. I would have made a fool. That would have been a bad Instagram. Uh, XP Lopez Jr., I would have tagged me on that, huh? You guys ever saw this thing? This is what we call a weeble wobble. You ever saw these toys? You guys are on Fortnite. Your kids are on Fortnite all day. You got to get them one of these, amen? My dad would put this in the house. We'd be like, yeah, we just jump on it. What was interesting is the Bible, the, the last principle is David recovered it all while Saul lost it all. And what's powerful about the weeble wobble is that no matter how much you hold it down, oh, shut it's always going to get back up. No matter how hard you hit it, it is always going to get back up. No matter how hard you try to stand over it, eventually it's going to get back up. Because what's interesting about this toy is it has a foundation that doesn't allow it to stand. Oh you don't even know why you're still standing, but God is saying, I have a foundation over your life, and you've been broken, and you've been downcast, and you've been beaten, but you're still standing. You don't even know how you're still here. Ah, my God, but you're still standing. Listen to me, impact. No matter how much they hit you, no matter how much they hold you down, no matter how much they pressed over you, no matter how much the devil comes against your family, you're going to get... You're still standing through the midst of it all. Because legacy is telling you, I will change my family. I will buy the first house. I will graduate. My mother died at the age of 50 of diabetes. Remember my dad telling me that would not happen over my children. Great woman of God. My dad, my dad died at the age of 70 of colon cancer. Great man of God, a superhero. But I spoke over my kids and said, you will not have that. And if you get it, you're going to get through the process. And you came here today and God is telling you, you're still standing. You're still standing. You're still, no, no matter what. Get one of these, man. Trust me. I should, man, I should have sold these today. We would have made bank today, right? We would have just put impact here, amen. You know, church people, we're trying we try to, try to brand everything, right? God bless you. Today, if you buy this, we will wobble with impact. But wait, there's more. You can buy two. Bow your heads. I feel the Holy Ghost, and I feel like I'm just talking to my family. I just feel like I'm at the kitchen table. I told Zenzo, I just, I just want to bless this church. You guys have been a blessing over our lives you know I'm got boys going through process and got to use your kids to process you and I've gone through issues over the last few years and but I'm still standing it's a miracle I don't even know why I'm still here I just know God's got something great in my life and you know it you know inside you, you know inside of you you know there's something that doesn't allow me to run away God is speaking to you today and saying, above all, stand. I got here Friday and 
my brother-in-law Bishop Hurston picked me up and I got in the car and I just started singing I'm still standing na, 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 na. I know you guys are saved but I was singing that song I'm still standing yeah 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 and that's the word God is if you create the legacy today you will stand it no matter what storms listen 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 write this down and write it in your forehead tattoo it in your neck you're built for storms impact you are built for storms built for storms today I have a special calling if you don't know the Lord is your Savior today today listen to me if you don't know the Lord is your Savior and you've come before and maybe someone failed you because listen we ain't perfect we're gonna make mistakes even as pastors we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna fail you but God will not fail you and maybe you at another place and they let you down and you're here today and you're broken and you just like someone invited me and I'm just I'm hearing this crazy Puerto Rican guy from the Bronx I don't know what he's saying but I know inside of me I have to make a decision today every every head bow all I'm going to ask you at the count of three is to raise your right hand if you want to accept the Lord as your personal savior all you have to do is make a public confession the only time you have to do it is say today I accept you as my personal savior I want you to be the Lord of my life once you raise your hand keep them up for a few seconds because uh, the ushers are going to bring out uh, 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 some gifts and then they're going to have you sign this connect card. So at the count of three, if you don't know the Lord, there's no excuses. I don't want to hear it. I, don't, I know you've been through so much and maybe they have hypocrites in churches and maybe that, but you know it's your time. So at the count of three, every head bow, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand to accept the Lord as your personal Savior. One, two, three. Please raise your right hand if you want to accept the Lord. Hey, we got one up there. I see you, girl. I see you. Amen. Amen, amen. We have another one here to the left. We have two here in the front. Amen, amen. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Keep your hands high. Keep your hands high. The ones that are... Guys, listen, please download that app. That app is cool, okay? That app is, what is it called, DACA? DECA, DECA, amen. Be sure to do that. And also, please, please, um, um, Please, we need more people to help out. We need more people to serve in the children's ministry. This church is growing. And just be fit. This month, open up a group. Do something little. Just just, just try it. You're like, oh, I don't want these people in my house. Then take them to Dunkin' Donuts. You know what I mean? But do a, a connect group. Serve. Listen, guys. It, 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 thank God you don't have to clean the toilets in, 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 uh, in New Jersey like I did. But do something. We need you so much. We need you to give above and beyond. Listen, I know you give your tithes, but maybe God is challenging you to give up that white Mercury Mountaineer with two year, with a payment, with a year left. I don't know who you are, man. But just do something to change someone else's life because impact needs you. God needs you. The kingdom needs you. New England needs you. And I thank God for your life. Everybody rise to your feet. Everybody rise. Shake yourself off. Push your neighbor and say, hey, don't front. God spoke to you today. Amen. Go like this. Go like this. Today I cancel any negative. Go wakacha. Lift up your hands. I declare you the head, not the tail. I declare you the lender, you the borrower. I speak life over you. I speak life over your children. I speak life over your job. I, I declare finances are coming your way. I declare healing is coming your way. I declare your car will not break down. Your roof will not break. And I declare that you're going to marry a fine-looking man. In Jesus' name, all single girls say yeah. God bless you, Impact Family.